When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Welcome back, Sam and Scoob with you through until 9 o'clock. Well, Cara Conan is a World Cup and Commonwealth Games gold medalist with the Australian Diamonds, of course. And the goal shooter has just been named in the Origin Australian Diamonds squad. And there's 13 uh, women named in this for January's Netball Nations Cup. They're taking on England, New Zealand and Uganda in London and Leeds across uh, the last couple of weeks of January. And Cara's donated some of her time to us this morning on Summer Breakfast. G'day, Cara. Welcome and, um, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Always a thrill to be named in any squad, I would have thought, when you're representing your country. And this one has got a nice look about it. You're heading over to take on, uh, as I say, Uganda and New Zealand and England, January 20 to 21 and 27, 28 over there in the UK. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, it's always an honour and a privilege to represent your country. So I'm really looking forward to January tour in Barmy, England. And it's the first time Australia will face Uganda um, ever. So, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty historic one to be a part of. Now, I know you've got a a camp obviously locked in for the AIS uh, come next month, but it must be great uh, just coming, I guess, turning our mind to Super Netball to actually start a meaningful preseason after the, the pay dispute was finally resolved. Yes, absolutely. I think that we were obviously waiting in the wings for quite a while for that um, all to be sorted, but we're really, really happy as a playing group with the agreement that we've come to, and we think that it's a a real partnership um, with Netball Australia to drive the game forward. So um, it's been great to get amongst the girls for uh, for this little bit before Christmas, and um, yeah, we'll definitely look to hit the ground running when we head into Canberra. Cara, just to assure you, the balmy England gag didn't fall on (laughs) deaf ears. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. As a North Queensland girl, um, yeah, it's pretty brutal out here. <laughs> it, it, the, the breath of fresh air over the last couple of weeks, I can tell in your voice, Cara, with all the, the controversy over and done with. But if, if, yeah, if we go back, yeah. you know, the last couple of – well, not the last couple of years, the last five, mm. you know, the Diamonds have just been superb. What is it that makes you girls tick and tick so well at the top of the tree? Yeah, absolutely. I think that obviously, um, like, it's great to have replenished the trophy cabinet over the last couple of um, major tournaments in the Commonwealth Games and the World Cup. But prior to that, we were silver medalists. So I think that that definitely, as all Australian um, sporting athletes do, it definitely lights a fire in the belly and is a great motivator to be able to come back and and reclaim those trophies. But, um, yeah, I think it's probably just attributed to Stacey Marinkovic and, and her leading from the front and the culture that we've been able to create up at the top in that diamonds group. Um, we're all great mates off court as well, so that doesn't hurt either. And what about you and your own journey, so Cara, so, and where you're at in your career? So between goal shooter, goal attack, as I said, you're, you're a multiple gold medalist now. Where do you see yourself in your own sort of path as a pro athlete? Yeah, hopefully still in the infancy of my career. I'd like to think I have a few more good netball years in me. But, um, yeah, I think that the, the last couple of tournaments have been a good challenge for me in that goal attack area. I've kind of been slowly moving my way up the court and um, that obviously poses a nice different challenge and um, I want to keep building on that to add to my versatility and, um, yeah, become a bit more of a force out on court and dominate that goal circle. Carrie, you talk about versatility. You know, we, we see it in, in some sports where, you know, let's say AFL footy where people will start forward and they end up backs later on in their career. 
is there such a thing as netball? Would you be? Can you become a wing attack or or even a, a goal defence? Um, is, is that something that happens on a netball court? Yeah, I think that you do. Definitely, it depends on because um, I think the positions on a netball court are so different. Like I'd be probably the tallest holding wing attack you'd ever see out there. But mm. I have actually donned the wing attack bib once in my career, so um, it does happen. Definitely, it's probably less common to do end to end switches because you do spend so much time. Um, honing your craft in attack or defence. So um, less common, but never say never. You never know. Now, obviously, we're talking international netball with you now, and this is all very exciting. But I just have to ask you about your, your club netball, where you play at the Sunshine Coast Lightning. In fact, mm. I think you're a, you're a foundation player there. Easy now, year. you've re-signed, and Steph Fretwell's re-signed as well, but how about the signing spree of your club? So you brought in the Diamonds captain, Liz Watson, the reigning player of the year, Courtney Bruce, as well. I mean, this is an all-new awesome foursome that's about to hit Super Netball. This has got to be hugely exciting, Cara. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, myself and Steph are the two remaining um, foundation players who are here from the get-go, but obviously... Um, Belinda has been hard at work at the helm on the phones in the recruitment office over the break and um, yeah has honestly managed to um, sign some really really big names but also some really exciting young talent coming up we've got eight Queensland products that have come through the pathways here so um, it's a really really exciting mix there's a really good energy amongst the group but uh, I mean we've seen it before star-studded lists can um, crash and burn so we definitely want to make sure we're putting in the hard yards and and doing the grind to ensure we're we're really, um, I guess, bringing it to the league next year. But it's hard to see you not finding harmony early, given you, you yeah. all play on the international stage anyway. And, like, do you play a role there? Like, given you know Liz and, and Courtney so well, like, do you play a role when it comes to the recruiting of players? Um. Oh, look, I think that I would be probably um, shooting above my weight if I said that I did. Um, but, yeah, I think that... Belinda's got such a good head when it comes to recruitment and I think a lot of it, when you've got such a small team of only 10 players, a lot of it comes down to personalities and making sure that everyone's meshing off court because every little division can really um, drive a wedge on court and affect performance. So um, I think that she's done a very good job and, um, yeah, it's just up to us now to build those connections both on and off the court. Cara, I've always thought that, you know, success breeds success and, and you know, as new players come into systems, they, they want to... Uh, make sure that they, you know, uh, keep that team, you know, at a level that, you know, its supporters have become accustomed to. And it, just the Commonwealth Games, if I remember correctly, and your, you know, the New Zealanders and the Poms, which, you know, you, you have a great rivalry with, often that you'll see that they, they beat you in the in the lead-up games, but but come finals, you, you seem to have the wood on them. Why is it so? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, well, we've tried to really drive, um, it's funny that you bring that up because we've tried to really drive in a diamonds environment, the first meetings matter um, kind of notion where it does, it's like you can't really give any opposition an inch now in international netball because it is so competitive. And um, yeah, it's obviously not the way we plan it. It's not by design that we go down in that first round and then um, have to come back. And obviously, I think in the most recent um, example of World Cup, we didn't, really expect to meet Jamaica as early as we did. We probably mm. thought that it would be us and them in the final. But, um, yeah, at the end of the day, you've got to beat every team. And, uh, like, again, going back to that true Aussie fighting spirit, we um, probably – it lights a bit of a hunger in all of us. And uh, and the competitive nature of all of us, we um, really uh, hit the ground running when it comes to that second meeting. Just on the World Cup from, from this year and the win over there in South Africa, like, with everything going on here, did you, did you have the time to sit back and – 
properly reflect uh, after the celebrations over there of what you were able to achieve, Carol? The the netball world was moving pretty quickly back here on a domestic front. You, you you struggled to do that. Yeah, I think so. Like honestly, it does get a little bit lost in it all. And um, obviously, coming back from overseas, we kind of entered into that CPA dispute mm. environment and. I mean, we did celebrate nice and hard while we were still over there as a group and and we had an awesome couple of nights um, as a team that we were able to celebrate with our support staff and and really acknowledge the win. But, um, yeah, it's funny. I feel like some of these experiences that you have, you kind of don't get to reflect on them properly until probably the end of your career. So it'll be good to take a little bit of time over Christmas and just reflect on the couple of years that were. um, And, yeah, just really acknowledge the the people that put in all the hard work behind the scenes to get us there. And then uh, back to work big time at the AIS in Canberra. That's Monday, 8th of January. That's a date you'll have circled in, in red texter for sure. Um, great to chat to you, Cara. Uh, the Diamonds are absolutely dominant, top of their game at the moment, and to have everything settled with Super Netball is just uh, the icing on the cake as well. So we wish you uh, luck for January, and, of course, all things with Sunshine Coast Lightning after that. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Appreciate your time. There you go. Cara Conan there from the Australian Diamonds, their goal shooter or mix of goal shooter and goal attack as well. Named in that 13-player uh, squad for the series against England, New Zealand and Uganda for the very first time, as Cara said, in London in late January. Uh, Darren's out in Seymour. Just before we take our final break, Scoob, we better get a, a hold of Dazzo who's been waiting on the line. How are you, Darren? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Sammy and Scoob. Good listening to you, Blake. Hey, I know it was a conversation last week about skull and the lack of interest in the cricket, but I was thinking about it, and I reckon it's back in the day, there was the mystique, the mystery about the players, and the only way you could see them was actually go to the ground, and and the Channel 9 coverage would finish at T, so you couldn't see the last Yeah. But now you, we see all these players on Fox Cricket, so there's no mystery about the players and who they are and what they can do. So I think that could be a contributor as to why people aren't actually going to the grounds to watch them because you can just sit at home in your lounge room and watch watch the players and, and uh, get to know them that way. There's no mystery about it anymore. Mm, mm, bit of mystique, Scoob, uh, from Darren. That's his theory anyway. Not Thanks for the call, theory. Darren, as well. Not a bad theory at all. I remember those days. I used to curse them, the uh, the day-nighters at the G. We've spoken about this before. The TV, the tube just got switched off at yep. like 4 o'clock. They'd give you the first two hours. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. It was hard. Well, get on the train, come in. Oh, I was down, to, you know, I was down in Rose. Your, your national team. Down in Rosebud as a 15-year-old. It was we'll a bit, the bus. bit rough, wasn't it? Mum let me on the Frankston line at 15 to get up to the G, you reckon? Yes, I would think so. <laughs> yeah, you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We used to be able to get the bus from Rosebud to Frankston and then onto the train. Yeah. And there's so much cricket now, too. Anyway, we, we've spoken about this a lot, uh, other than to say I think Skull was spot on and um, uh, all of them in the backdrop of that uh, crowd in Perth that we debated at length. I'd see the crowd last night in the Big Bash was reasonable, wasn't it? The Adelaide Oval. I don't didn't see the final figure. If anyone did, let us know. But on TV, on the small screen, it looked like looks it was like, a reasonable okay. turnout. Ah, the top tier's generally never full, but no. I think they had a reasonable go. Yeah, good. At the Adelaide Oval last yeah. night, didn't they? I don't. Well, I didn't see any of it. I, I drooped off to sleep there, and I was sort of doing some other things. I tried to catch Bad Santa last night. Oh, did you watch it? I, I, sorry. What? You and I just don't hit it off on movies. Oh, well, I can't remember it that well. I remember laughing, though. You didn't like it? The little it. midget and the bloke who's the little midget. always having this... <laughs> See, that's a play on words. Yep. Yeah, okay, gotcha. And the, you know, the guy didn't like Billy Bob. On a durry and he didn't like Billy Bob. I didn't mind him, but I, you know, just sort of all got, you know, and then you know, all the cash came out in the bag and 
So I must admit, you and I in movies, I don't think we'll ever sit through one together. Well, it's not my favourite movie, but it gave me a chuckle. Anyhow. I don't think you and I will sit ever in our lives, (laughs) sit through a movie together. Uh, no, we will not. Oh, we need to take a break. That music means oh, we need to chill off. You know, I think you're probably dead right. Uh, on the other side of it, Julio, Julian DeSlew is going to join us. Stick around. Just a grumpy old fat bloke.